1: I'm your host, Zach Barry. We're we'll going to get into some, uh, some good stuff today. Some interesting Co-Black topics, um, no big time things, things that move the needle for almost the ball and almost athletics. We'll get to our guest here. Outdoor, Before we do that, we'll remind you Co-Black of the Matic, sponsor that powers the show and our studio. And that and is College Corner. you don't know by now, three locations they got. Blowwood, Ridgeland, and there is one in Oxford now, Sisk Avenue. Go check them out. Brand new space. It's fantastic. Scott and the folks over there do a wonderful job. You need to get some polos. You need to get some gifts, maybe some tailgating supplies to get ready for baseball, which is here in a couple of weeks. Or if you want to get a big head start for football, go in there. They got all your tailgating supplies. They got real tree gear. They have Peach Bowl champions gear. Probably still got some College World Series champions gear in there somewhere, but Go in there. You can find anything you need, Ole Miss-related. Uh, if you can't, go in person. If you're more of a digital guy. If you, if you can't get in there analog style, you can always go to collegecornerstore.com. Everything you need. They got the hoop and the sip gear that's been so popular the last couple of weeks. Uh, if you've seen the, the players, you've seen people around the team wearing that, College Corner has got it. So check them out, collegecornerstore.com or any of the three locations. All right. Bringing our guest now, none other than Javon Patterson, uh, a busy, busy man, director of former student-athlete relations at Ole Miss, played in the NFL and obviously played at Ole Miss. Javon, good morning. Appreciate you joining us,
2: man. Good morning, man. Appreciate you having me on.
1: All right. So, yeah, let's get into it. So, um, I I have an idea of what you do a living but a lot of people might might not have any clue or maybe they they need a uh, a little bit of a deeper dive so I guess just walk us through kind of what happened mm-hmm. after the NFL you get back to Oxford kind of what was the uh you know what was the the chain of events there
2: yeah man so obviously you know my time at Ole Miss was spectacular um you know we, we use the term student athlete um and I think one of the things that I prided myself in was doing both at a, at a high level, you know, credits to Jen, uh, Jen Saxon, who's our, who's our senior women's administrator uh, credit to her for being my mentor during that time. Um, get me prepared for life after football. Um, You know, obviously NFL, some may joke and say not for long. And sometimes that's true. Um, I got three good years in, which I was incredibly grateful for those opportunities. Got some friends, coaches, GMs that I still stay in contact with this uh, to the same day. But when I got done, you know, I was looking at some post-career stuff, knew I wanted to get in athletics, just in nowhere. know where. Um, We had a chance to talk to Keith and his vision for Ole Miss athletics. And as you see, he's just done an incredible job of, you know, making coaching, coaching changes, um, you know, administration team and things like that. One of his visions that he had for me was, you know, he wanted me to come back and help out with former student athlete engagement. Um, and I've, you know, I took that deep, deep heartily and, and went to work with that. Um, so Fowler Stains and Keith hired me on at the Ole Miss Athletic Foundation as an associate director of former student athletes. And so with that, what that entails is, you know, I was helping out getting former student athletes back that has been, that had been missing over the last couple of years, but to create, um, you know, this connection between former student athletes and current student athletes and, and that can look in look different in a bunch of different ways. But, you know, I'm reaching out to people who who don't get a chance to come back as much. You know, in our office and our foundation, we're raising money for athletics programs, the champions now. You know, also we deal, you know, our annual fund deals with the season ticket holders, suite renewals, all that type of stuff. Um, and so with that, you know, I'm getting people back through all sports. I want people to know that I work at all sports, whether that's football, basketball, women's basketball, softball, track, rifle, all the above. Um, and so, and I and I'm grateful for that. Um, and with that, my relationship with Jessica Lynch and M Club has been just tremendous. You know, we do a good job of just, you know, making sure that we're engaging all former student-athletes at all, all levels, whether that's on the road, um, whether that's come back in the games for events, um, and making sure that we we meet that goal that Keith, that Keith wants. Um, so with that, you know, obviously we're in the fundraising, fundraising business and, and need funds for our, our champions now. You know, football has their project, softball. You know, recently we just we just had some stuff with baseball that's come out. Um so with that, we are raising money. And what I've been you know tagged with is you know getting those guys back involved, but wanting to know first that their time at Ole Miss was very was very substantial. you know what the, what their experience was was what they did was incredible. So getting them back, getting them involved, getting them engaged with coaches, getting them engaged with athletics, um is is the main purpose you know what i mean um and with that you know they're 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 able to give they're able to come back and contribute to what they had success at old miss and so that's a little bit of rundown of what i do and how we do it also you know we handle our nfl boxes our mlb boxes and then some mm-hmm. NBA boxes that we have with guys in there and then you know we've, we've done some tennis stuff for you know some people that are, that have played over
1: before we get into kind of the nuts and bolts of the former player aspect and getting, Mm -hmm. you know, men and women back on campus. You you mentioned Keith Carter, and I do want to ask, because it's brought up a lot. You mentioned the the hires and, Mm -hmm. you know, some home runs there. Um, Mm -hmm. But how big of an advantage is it for what you do and everybody else in your office and with the administration? How big of an advantage is it to have Keith, who is a former athlete himself, and he kind of gets it? It, it, You know, how – how big of a help is that with what y'all do?
2: It's it's tremendous. You know, I, I go from Keith first. You know, Keith played basketball here. So he gets it. You know, he's been through Ole Miss through and through. Um, mm-hmm. And so with, with that experience, and then you have our CEO, Denson Hollis, his dad played football here. Um, and then we have a bunch of other athletes in the office as well. Um, my, my, my supervisor, Matt McLaughlin, he played baseball at Jacksonville State. Things like that. So with this competitive edge that we have, we're able to go in. We're able to talk to these donors. We're able to give that experience that we see on a daily basis from the student athlete experience. Um, you know, to give them give them an update of what their, you know, what their funds are going to and how they contribute and how they make the impact of student athletes' lives better. Um, so with that, you know, just that understanding of athletics, understanding of sports, day to day life that these, you know, men and women go through, it, it really helps on the on the back end of our conversations. I don't and not to mention Ben Van Cleve National Championship, you know, he's on our staff. Yeah. You know yeah. his, his 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 uh his perspective from his national championship run and what he's been able to do has been incredible.
1: I know, like right now, we say it a lot and we hear it a lot. I'm sure you guys say it a lot on on social media. But you know, no better time to be at Ole Miss with all the success going on with with athletics and the mm-hmm. school is thriving. I mean, I think it's what three years in a row. It's the biggest freshman incoming class, so the, right. the school was is, is growing at a rapid rate, but what's, what's been the biggest, I guess, hurdle to get people more engaged and get them coming back. Cause you know, I, I, I don't know, you would know, I, I anticipate everyone enjoyed their time at Ole Miss and, and mm-hmm. loved college, but outside of, you know, the normal family logistics and life logistics, what's kind of the biggest uh, hurdle for you to kind of get those things coordinated to get people back to campus?
2: I mean, the the biggest hurdle, man, is just, you know, we're trying to get the the younger generation back as well because that's a big piece that we miss. And obviously you said the life hurdles. That's been our, big, our biggest thing. I mean, as you know, we're doing so well in sports. So economy's rising, you know, things like that. Um, just to get them back at the right time, you know what I mean? Because obviously people want to come back for the big games big weekends and things like that, um, which causes, you know, great for hotels, great for, for stuff going around, restaurants and stuff. But sometimes that plays a big factor in that. And demographics of where people live at. You know, some people on the West Coast, Midwest, you know, up north, northwest, things like that, mm-hmm. or northeast. Um, and it's just hard for people to get back, And you know, on top of families and stuff. But that's been the biggest hurdle. Um, but we've, we've been able to kind of to kind of eliminate some of those hurdles with spreading out different events that we have for different sports. I know one thing we've been doing lately is having an all former student athlete event um every year on the big football weekend, which is which has been huge. Um last mm-hmm. last year, you know, out of our all our letter winners, we had about 350, I would say, that came last year and a representative oh, wow. from each a, a representative from each sport. And it, it was incredible to see that. Um so just continue to build on that um and, and those things. But the, I would say the biggest hurdle has just been the demographic of everybody spread out everywhere. Mm-hmm.
1: As far as you know, you played football, so you know a lot of guys that you played with and just former football players. Um, you know, what's what's been the biggest takeaway in conversations with former players and seeing, you know, the new Manning Center and and meeting the new staff and and kind of the you know the growth and and, and hype around Ole Miss football. Cause I mean, this is you yeah. know, I've said it, it's probably the most anticipated season ever mm-hmm. in the history of the program in 2024. So what have those conversations been like? Are you hearing more from former players? Like, hey, I want to come back. Like I want to come see this team.
2: Uh, no doubt, man. You know, it's, it's been a lot of it's been a lot of guys, especially, you know, the brand old miss speaks for itself. Um, especially when you're winning at a high level championship level. Um, so those conversations are steady. People are like, Man, look at this transfer here. I think I I text and call Dante Moncrief every day. We go back and forth. <laughs> uh, man, look at these guys coming in. Hey, this this is what it's supposed to look like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, with some real deal talent. Um, so those conversations mean a lot with those guys, and you know they're they're eager to get back. You know, within scheduling conflicts of what they have, they're they're eager to get back. They're very very praising of what um, you know uh, Lane has done with his staff. You know how everything is going, and so it's it's been it's been impressive.
1: You bring up Lane and a, a good segue there because I want to ask. I know in in recent years, and I guess you know maybe the last decade or so. Before Kiffin was hired, and and there was a lot of coaching changes, and there were a lot of rumblings of you know well former players didn't come back a lot or they didn't come back enough. Um, how's the current staff been with you know an open door policy to to former players?
2: It's it's been a it's been a great uh great relationship with that. You know they're always inviting them back. Um, you know I know we just had a coaching change, but last year we had a couple receivers come back and you know they're able to speak to receiving cores. Um, D will come back D line, you know, DJ Jones is always mentoring kids. Um, you know, th- you know, Royce Newman comes back offensive line, you know, things like that, man. Um, you know, Laramie had talked to a couple of guys, but it's been a very open door policy for them. I mean, they're very appreciative that, you know, when they come to town, they're able to go in, you know, go get a workout with Coach Savage and the crew. Jordan Sims is on that staff. So having those familiar faces help out as well. But they're all the, – the, the coaches know that, you know, the past is is the past. And those kids who laid out that foundation for them to be where they are right now, and they know what that means uh, to them.
1: So you you obviously – you want everybody to know that you do all sports, not just football. You're not yeah, focused I want on every, just football. Um yeah. I know y'all got some things going, some some stadium improvements and some amenities being added, but are there any initiatives that maybe have not launched yet that, that you might want to touch on or maybe hint at or whatever? I don't know if you can give anything away, but any kind of new projects that are on the horizon?
2: Nah, everything that's been out has, has been what's going on. Uh, but I do want to say since it was National Women's and Sports Day yesterday, you know, we do have our Empower um, that's under our umbrella of Vault Society. You know, where we highlight our women in sports, um, that's a, that's a big initiative that we pushed out last April, and you know, looking to continue those goals. You know, I put out that that statement the other day of, you know, with a team effort, we're looking looking to uh, get to our, a goal of 150 student uh, former student athletes giving, and um, you know, had a couple inquiries about that as soon as that went out. So people are getting the message, people are understanding, you know, that we gotta that we gotta step up in big ways, and it's very fun to see Ole Miss and, and Rebel Nation come together.
1: Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30 percent? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? 953-8449 and get your free quote today.
0: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. A new year has arrived.
1: What's your resolution for 2024? How about making sure the roof over your head is well taken care of? Riverland Roofing is here for all your roofing needs. Whether it's an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business to give you peace of mind in this, the new year. As a GAF Master Elite Contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Riverland Roofing is licensed and insured to service Mississippi and its surrounding states. So give Riverland Roofing a call today and make sure you and yours are protected all year round. Call Riverland Roofing at 662-644-4297. That's
0: 662-644-4297. Visit them online at riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com. It's Riverland Roofing for all of your roofing needs. A proud sponsor
1: of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. So you you put out that statement the other day about the Vaught Society. And, you know, for those that that may not know or aren't familiar with the Vaught Society, because you've got the alumni association, you've got the athletics, you know, foundation and everything, but what's, you know, what what is the Vaught Society for those that may not know and kind of what's the goal or what's the, you know, the mission statement there? Yeah. So it's our, it's
2: our uh, philanthropic giving uh, initiative that we have that supports our student athletes directly. Um, and, you know, the impact of what they do on a daily day basis. Um, so, you know, we launched the, the Champions Now campaign in 2021, I believe, when the Sugar Bowl, and mm-hmm. you we know, have our have our number of 175 million that we're raising, and so with, with that impact, we're soliciting our major gifts of 25 thousand or above, um, and it's a five year commitment. Um, so we're looking for people to step up in big ways with that. You know, having fun with it. People people are really we're up to about 740 members, um, you know, wow. in, in right now, which is, an, is impressive for us from where we were last year. Um, with that, we have our seventy seventy nine former student athletes in that in that number, so it's it's, it's been great. Um, like I said, people have stepped up in tremendous ways, and we're, we're so grateful. And you know, you want Ole Miss to keep winning on a high level, and you know, our donors are stepping up in huge ways. All right,
1: Javon, you know we can't do a podcast without talking NIL, and I mean <laughs> it is kind of the forefront of college football right now, and and yeah. Ole Miss has honestly been been kind of the the poster child nil and and, in a successful collective we we mentioned keith carter and how how critical it is that he's a former player as an as an ad and he gets it kind of the same thing with the grove collective right with walker jones he played at ole miss you know ton of experience with under armor so he he gets it but just how is that relationship with the collective working so closely with the athletic foundation and with the school and everything. I mean, how, how big of a, of an advantage has that been? And mm-hmm. I mean, I think it kind of answers itself with how successful. Yeah, has been I mean, it, do, it does
2: answer itself. Um, you know, I will say one thing that, you know, Keith has done is just, you know, from an athletic standpoint, encouraging that donors have to step up in both, you know what I mean? I think, uh, I think that that's been the case uh, so far and, you know, um, you know, a lot of people say, does it impact, you know, the foundation and stuff like that? And, you know, I just say that, you know, we're we're are on pace to have a really great year. Um, mm-hmm. both. But, you know, what Walker and his team has done over there has been tremendous to to get people to to get in that. And so I think that Rebel Nation just keeps stepping up in in major ways. And, and you can see it on and off the field um as we continue to finish up these projects and as, you know, our recruiting classes and in, in all sports are, are doing very well.
1: I don't mean to put you on the spot or I guess put anyone yeah. else on the spot, but a former student athlete relations. So are there any, are there any names out there that, that, that you haven't gotten on campus yet that you're working hard to get them back on campus?
2: Um, I would say everybody's receptive to everything. I mean, everybody's, everybody's been back at the respective times. Mm. Um, so, you know, all the big names have been back. So that that hasn't been, you know, an issue. Uh, Brian Tyree will be here next week. Um, playing Missouri, that'd okay. be, be cool to have him back. So yeah. it's, it's been good. The it's been it's been really good. Really okay, good.
1: people may not recognize Breen. He's got the new hairstyle now. So <laughs> oh, yeah, um, Yeah, I guess you don't really have to beg Eli Manning to come back much. He he kind of yeah. comes and goes. Uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about you. I know you you played in the NFL and and kind of um, as a former player, what was the Cause you played in a lot of high level games at Ole Miss, your very successful career. That was kind of the, when Ole Miss kind of got to the the national spotlight for the first yeah. time in a long time, but what, what was kind of the transition from high level sec football and just how different was it going to the pros and, you know, maybe another question that answers itself. Cause it's, the best of the yeah, best in the NFL, I mean, but how you know, was that? You know,
2: our guys, when we were playing, man, I mean, you know, we were at the highs of the highs, lows of lows, I mean, which is kind of what you get in the NFL. Um, and I think our guys were very mature on our, on our team, Um, you know, about I think what nine out of the 11 offensive starters were drafted over the course of two years, Um, mm-hmm. you know, rather he had some transfers and stuff like that. But, you know, with those guys, I mean, that transition to the NFL, I mean, our brand still for itself, people who got, people who were taking for Ole Miss were, you know, looked highly upon and, you know, Expected to come in and contribute, which a bunch of those guys did. I mean, you got a, a two handful of got two handfuls of guys that made very good impacts from that team. Um, you know, you know, like you said, it, it does speak for itself. Just you know how you go into how you treat treat those. You know, you're, you're coming into a different world. Um, it's a business, and I think that's mm-hmm. kind of where we're at now in college athletics a little bit. Um, but it's it's a business, and you know, it, it was great at a great time. You know, my time in the NFL was great. Went to the Colts. Because at Chris Ballard and his team, um, and then was able to get on get on to the to the Giants, and then with the Browns with uh, Andrew Berry, which was great, and then on to the Broncos. So had a, had a great experience in my time.
1: What was your favorite place out of all the NFL teams you're with? What Was your fa- favorite place to live?
2: Uh, I had to say Indy. Indy was great, even though oh, the wow. weather the weather was was bad. But Indy between Indy and Denver, they they're very two okay. places to live.
1: Um, I would have guessed Denver. Um
2: and Denver was great, but I didn't get a chance to go downtown much. Um but yeah. it, it was great. It was great.
1: Um kind of lightning round here to to close out, but yeah. um who was so we'll do like two-part question. So on the oldest team and then an opponent, who is the freakiest guy that you ever either lined up across from or had to, you know, I guess yeah, who who's kind of the freakiest guy you ever had to to block? Either in practice at Ole Miss and then an opponent.
2: Uh, I would definitely have to say Jeffrey Simmons. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons is he, he speaks for himself. I mean, the way he's, he's been, doing all right. He, he's doing all right. Nah. <laughs> he he was great from the time he came into the SEC to the time he got to the league. I mean, it's been incredible what he's he's been able to do at a high level at all times. What
1: about in practice? What about at Ole Miss?
2: Would definitely have to say Robert Comdti, my freshman year. That that's what got me going to be able to start <laughs> getting adjusted. Came in early, getting thrown into the fire, getting to block him every yeah, day. Yeah, how, how
1: was that as a true freshman having to block him?
2: Uh, getting very humble, very very quickly. <laughs> um, you know, then you then you get a couple plays. You're like, okay, this is a, you can block him a little bit, and you know, but he he was a very dominant player, so was happy to him to start my career off like that. <laughs>
1: uh, all right, favorite uh favorite spot to eat in Oxford
2: favorite spot to eat Well, definitely have to say obese being obese fan.
1: okay mm-hmm. you get rotel on the fries
2: rotel cheese fries um good club sandwich good pole boy i mean you name it all
1: right um let's say this one might be easy too but what was your kind of fondest memory as as a student
2: fondest memory as a student um I mean, it would definitely have to be the games that I played. Um I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, go into my freshman year, we're playing Florida in a real swamp. I mean, it was rainy. Yeah. Um, you know, you go into Death Valley, you know, late at night. I mean, place is shaking. Um, you beat Bama at Bama. Um, so those those moments really, really, really honed into me, which I had an I had an incredible time.
1: So the the play in the sugar bowl, Laramie catches the touchdown. Mm-hmm. How often was that play practiced? Was that towards something the, that was put in bowl week, or is it all year?
2: It was. It was at the, It was bowl week. Um, okay. And, was, and we threw it in kind of Mississippi State week, but never did it. Um. But came came in that bowl week, and it was it was pretty impressive. Uh, what he was able to to do. I mean, you know, Laramie's foolish athlete. Uh, so very was, was very blessed to play beside him.
1: Was it? Uh, did, did you think it was gonna work?
2: Oh, most definitely knew it was gonna work. I mean, nobody, nobody knew that was even gonna come. I mean, <laughs> you know, didn't have anybody see it in practice. I mean, so it was, it was great. It worked on defense every day, so it was, it was good.
1: <laughs> that was a good defense too. I know that was a, good. That it was worked good on them. Defense. Um. All right. Last thing here. Like I said, most probably one of the more hyped seasons ever in program history for football. Um, getting a lot of top ten, top five preseason love. Mm-hmm. All the, you know transfer portal guys coming in what what's kind of your you can give me a win-loss prediction but what, what's your what are your expectations for this team with the expanded playoff and there's there's no more divisions, so you know there's no east-west so it'll just be top two teams in the sec what, what are your expectations for this team this fall
2: i don't like to get win-loss records but you know for the team I'm, I'm expecting these guys veteran guys to go in and compete at a very high level and be consistent with it um you know i know they know what it takes to get there um you know, had a great season last year, which you even got to train even harder and play even harder. Um, lock, You got to be locked in even better this year. Um, So I, I'm expecting a very consistent team from, from what we had, because um, they know what it takes to win. I mean, you go down to the stretch of Georgia um, and what they look like and what we played. You go down to what Bama had, you know, we could have won that game. Um, Just those things. And, you know, we're really looking forward to see how they come out in year two of having those veteran guys. All
1: right. And, Kind of a bonus one, since you mentioned Georgia. Um, yeah. What was what was probably the best road environment you ever played in as a player?
2: Hmm. I mean, you you got three good ones that I mentioned earlier, which was the Florida, LSU, and, and Bama. I mean, Bama, you, you were always going to get that. LSU, we're always going to get it. Um, But I'd say my best experience, even though we lost, was that Florida game. I mean, you look back you know and they're they're chomping away with the with the claps in unison. I mean, that was pretty impressive to see.
1: Yeah. All right, well that will do it for this edition of Talk of Champions short sessions. Javon, if you want to give the folks at home just kind of a, you know, hey, where they can find you if they need any information, yeah. let them know where uh, you know, Twitter, whatever, you know, website, whatever you want to tell them to to check out.
2: Yeah, man, check out gift We have a bunch of information of our team on there. Um, you know, things like that. And so really looking forward to everybody. If you have any questions, please reach out. Um, you know, emails, everybody's emails on there if you have any questions about anything to get in touch.
1: All right. That is Javon Patterson, director of former student athlete relations for Ole Miss. That will do it. Appreciate College Corner powering the show here and all the rest of the sponsors that bring it to you. And of course, thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in. For Javon, I'm Zach. This has been Talk of Champions Short Sessions. Until next time, we out.
0: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 2.49 dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone.